Welcome to the Stickside Podcast, a podcast about ice hockey, the NHL, and all that goes with it. We are your hosts. I'm Maritharian. And I'm Devin Keast. It's high noon in Los Angeles. Turns out hockey players do have teeth. You're just in time for the Monday, the 29th of November, 2021 edition of the Stickside Podcast. What a weekend we had, Mayor. We sure did. It was so nice to have your dad on the last episode. How fun was that? Yes. Um, if, if you haven't listened yet, I highly suggest going back and listening to Bob Keese. He had so much to offer about his experience. And I loved how he added the little tidbits like about Colleen Howe, Gordy's wife, and what a big player she is in the youth hockey in southeastern Michigan and how big of a part of the game she was. Uh, and how great was he? He showed up with notes. He did. We, he did. The night before we uh, taped, mm-hmm. t- is that correct? Taped? Yeah, taped. Recorded, yeah. I'm from the 1940s. <laughs> the night before we recorded, thank you, uh, Friday's episode of the podcast, that was when we a- asked my dad to be on the show. And the next morning, he showed up with notes. I loved it. It was so great. Mm-hmm. Very prepared. Much to get to as for what to look forward to and looking ahead this week and what we have seen throughout the league since Friday. We had 28 games this weekend. Beginning with one that you're probably not going to want to talk about, and so I thought we'd just get it out of the way now. <laughs> That's one way to do it. At the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, the Flyers played host to the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, to be fair, the Hurricanes are nothing to sneeze at. No. They defeated Philadelphia by a score of 6-3. to three. Meanwhile, Boston hosted the New York Rangers, the Rangers besting the Boston Bruins by a score of 5-2. to two. Oh, but this game, the most exciting part of this game, I think, was the interaction between Artemi Panarin and Brad Marchand. It's drawing a lot of attention to Friday's game. <laughs> it is. Um, and it happened on the benches, not even on the ice. Right. Uh, that's when this is the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> so Hockey is a game with benches that are very, very close to each other. Yes. If you haven't seen it, you know, they're both on their respective benches on the ends. Um, talking, chirping at each other. And then Artemi Pernarin throws his glove at Brad Marchand. Takes off his glove, throws it at Brad Marchand. Uh, was there a hearing or was he... Yes, yeah, so he was, um, you know, eventually he was fined $5,000. He for, was disciplined. He was disciplined for throwing the glove. Um, it has been said or rumored that, uh, I guess Marchand had mentioned something about Russia, which upset Panarin, and that is what instigated the incident, I guess you could say. You know what I heard uh, Brad Marchand said? Oh, what did he say? I I heard uh, Brad Marchand said to Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers, I heard Brad Marchand said, uh, uh, Ovechkin is overrated. (laughs) There is Okay. Thank you. All right. Well... So that was the excitement over there, but there were lots of other games. Uh, yes, but among all the plays that we keep seeing from highlights uh, of that game, well, that's the only that's one the I've only seen. that's yeah. the only highlight I've seen. In the Central Time Zone, the St. Louis Blues took Chicago to overtime. The Blackhawks coming out ahead by a score of three to two. Meanwhile, in Minnesota, the Jets besting Winnipeg by a score of seven to one. Uh, ooh. Ugh. Okay. Sorry, Winnipeg. 
in Anaheim. The Ducks defeating the Senators by a score of four to nothing. A shutout for the Ducks in the hometown crowd. While four to three was the final in Washington, where the Capitals played host to the Hot. Florida Panthers. And on that game, Ovechkin scored his 28th career hat trick. So in the first five minutes of the game, he gets hit in the face, goes off the ice. Uh-huh. What, 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 what did he hit? Like a t-shirt, a t-shirt a, cannon? A, a puck. <laughs> t-shirt cannon. Okay, a puck. A puck. He took a puck to the face. I'm pretty sure he Five did. minutes into the game. Yeah, left, came back, got a hat trick. That's Ovechkin. That's Alexander Ovechkin for you, isn't he? Well, and and it and for Brad Marchand to say Ovechkin's overrated. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we're gonna need to fact check that one. Speaking of fact checking things, did uh, Ovechkin uh, in- include the T-shirt cannon thing? Uh, <laughs> did Ovechkin score his? Uh, did he become the oldest? I should ask. Did he become the oldest? I believe uh, he became the oldest Was- uh, Washington Capital to. Uh, score a hat trick yes well that's good for him yeah all right he just is not stopping he'll never have to buy a cup of soup in that town again (laughs) all right nashville hosting the new jersey devils on friday evening the predators winning that one for the home crowd four to two the final while in buffalo the sabers bested montreal by a score of four to one Ooh, they got their mojo. Hey, nice to have you back, Sabres. Good game on Friday. The Lightning shut out the Kraken in Tampa Bay. 3 nothing. the score there, while the Blue Jackets beat Vancouver 4-2 to was the final. On Long Island, the Islanders continue to struggle and to struggle at home. Yeah, but, you know, I guess this is the last game they've played before now they have delayed and postponed um, at least two of their games. Due to COVID, I believe they have eight players in COVID protocol. Pittsburgh topping the Islanders one to nothing the final. While in Dallas, the Stars defeated Colorado. The Avalanche uh, were visiting the Dallas Stars. Stars winning that one three to one. While in San Jose, that being the late game on Friday, the Sharks dropped a four to one contest to Toronto. In Saturday's games. Well, can we begin with this one? Because this was exciting for me. Sure. The Red Wings bested the Buffalo Sabres 3-2, to two, but it didn't come easily. The Sabres took Detroit to overtime with a game-tying goal under two minutes to go. But nevertheless, the Red Wings, uh, in fact, it was just seconds into overtime. Yeah, very quickly. I felt like overtime started and then it was over. In Florida, the Panthers topped the crap. Excuse me. The, I know. It's surprising. <laughs> I just became conditioned to... <laughs> Assume the Kraken did the, not win. Or that the Panthers did win. Yes. But in, in this case, it was quite the opposite. The, the, the Seattle Kraken defeated the Florida Panthers. It's a miracle. In Florida. Four to one, the final. Way to go, Kraken. Congratulations to you. And I suppose we can now officially say welcome to the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that's it. Now they're welcome. Despite posting 50 shots on goal in Pittsburgh on Saturday evening, the Penguins dropped to the Montreal Canadiens 6 to 3, the final in that one. In Vegas, the Golden Knights hosted the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton topping Vegas by a score of 3 to 2. A little bit later on Saturday evening, the Los Angeles Kings hosted the Ottawa Senators, besting Ottawa by a score of 4 to 2, but that wasn't the story of the night, was no, it? No, you know, it's funny with a lot of these games this weekend, it hasn't been the games that we're talking about. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. talking about the 
the things outside of the games a little bit here, yeah. um, including uh, this fight that happened between Brendan Lemieux from the L.A. Kings and Brady Kachuk from the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. Something else happening between plays now. Something else happening between plays. And so, you know, they're fighting. That's how it goes. And uh, Lemieux is on, on Kachuk's on the ground. They're fighting. Now, this is Brady Kachuk. Brady uh, Kachuk, Captain yes. of the Ottawa Senators. Exactly. Yeah. Captain, and he's trying to put his punches in. And apparently, <laughs> Brendan Lemieux bit Brady Kachuk. His hand was yeah. bleeding. There was bite marks. Yeah. They, they, they were wrestling, basically. They were at the point in the fight where they're both on the ice and they're just wrestling while officials attempt or you know to pull them yeah. apart and and uh, well, now listen we, we, gang I, I think i speak on behalf for most if not all of us we've we've gotten so good at reading the lips of some of these hockey players and it wasn't hard to make out what brady kachuk said to the official he he bit my he bit me he, yeah he <laughs> And then there was an expletive, but yeah. <laughs> he, but I've never seen a hockey player say he bit me. No, I I think that's a first. Uh, I I I didn't realize, you know, that was something they had to explain to mm-hmm. NHL players that you're not supposed to bite each other. He was ejected from the game. That that is Brendan Lemieux Brendan after Lemieux. Okay, biting. Uh huh. It was a five minute major. Five minute major because he he was bleeding. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> He could potentially be suspended for more than five games. In St. Louis <laughs> on Saturday, the Blues hosted Columbus, defeating the Blue Jackets by a score of 6-3. to three. While in Arizona, the Coyotes dropped one to the Dallas Stars, 3-2 to two, the final in that one. Colorado all over the Nashville Predators, 6-2 to two was the final in that one from Colorado. While in Calgary, the uh, visiting Winnipeg Jets... Beat the Flames four to two, the final in that one. I guess they decided they had to pull it out after that seven to one loss. My goodness, playing <laughs> one of the best teams in the league, but after a seven one loss and five losses in a row, I'd say that was a hungry Winnipeg Jets team scoring four unanswered goals to take Calgary Saturday evening. Oof! Well, that was a really filled day with hockey, and we still have a few more games on Sunday. I suppose that was true, yes, isn't it? Uh, So, on Sunday, uh, okay, beginning with this, uh, uh, again, uh, should we just get it out of the way? Just get it out of the way. Okay, you know, in fact, (laughs) I should have just lumped this with Friday's score. We should just, you know, the Flyers have lost a lot. My condolences to you and your fellow Philadelphia Flyers fans, Mayor. 5-2 to two was the final from the Prudential Center in New Jersey where the Devils defeated Philadelphia, while the Washington Capitals bested Carolina 4-2 to two, uh, and, in that one from Carolina. Yes. That one's exciting because uh, they, they jumped her, the Hurricanes in the standings, so now the Capitals are sitting at the top of the Metropolitan Division for the first time this season. Oh, in Minnesota, uh, Sunday evening, the Wild hosted Tampa Bay. How about this matchup? And 4-2 to two was the final, victorious being Minnesota. Bruins defeating Vancouver by a score of 3-2 to two from the TD Garden. While in Chicago, the Blackhawks dropped to San Jose. 2 nothing was the oh. final in that one. James Reimer with a shutout. 5-1 to one, the final score from Anaheim, where the visiting 
Maple Leafs bested the Ducks. I think I think that's I think we've covered it, but that was exhausting. I have to it, be honest. That was <laughs> so many games, but that doesn't even cover. There was also a lot of headlines happening in the NHL this weekend. Oh, so there, there's more. There's more. We have there's more, more gang. There's more podcast. I you have to you have to be in as good of shape as the players to host a podcast three <laughs> times a week. Well, I don't know if that's true. Tell me what's going on uh, around the the week because this is where our our listeners. You come for all the hottest gossip. Yeah, all the gossip. So, um, Mark Bergevin... It, by the way, this is where I come for all the hottest gossip. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. Mark Bergevin... Should I let you talk? Yeah, now? you okay. should let me talk. Mark Bergevin, the general manager, or I should say previous general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, was fired by owner Jeff Molson, along with his assistant GM, Trevor Timmons, and the senior VP of Public Affairs and Communications, Paul Wilson. So three firings in that office. And then on top of that, the assistant general manager, Scott Mellenby, resigned right before all the firings. My Jesus, it became a bloodbath there Just like a bloodbath. But this is all to say, previous now to the new general manager, and on a good note, a happy note, an optimistic note, especially hopefully, hopefully, Hopefully for these fans in Montreal, a new general manager has been hired. Oh, no, he hasn't been hired yet. Well, gee, I thought we were talking. You got me all excited. No. <laughs> I called my mom. <laughs> no, we, they have hired. I, I already, I, I've tweeted about this. Okay, well. Wait, so whoops. you gave me a name. Well, I gave you a name, but he is the executive vice president of hockey operations. The former former Rangers general manager. Jeff Gordon has been hired as the executive vice president of hockey operations. They have yet to hire a general manager. They're going to search, but their main requirement is that this general manager will be bilingual in both English and French. And I don't know if Mark Bergevin, the former general manager uh, for Montreal uh, there, I don't know if if, if, he, if he's bilingual. Uh, it, 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 it did, however, become apparent that he knows a sign language based on his hand gestures to Jeff Molson <laughs> upon his dismissal. Okay. Okay? I don't think that happened. I'm implying that he gave him the I, 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 I understand what you're implying. Evander Kane of the San Jose Sharks has been placed on waivers. Um, if he is not claimed by another team by noon tomorrow, I believe, he will be sent down to their AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. Uh, so basically the San Jose Sharks... Told Evander Kane that he's no longer welcome. Uh, pretty much. He has hired a new agent, Dan Milstein, who wants to try to get a trade for him because it does not seem like he will be playing for the San Jose Sharks anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you haven't known all of the things that have just happened to him in the well, yeah, it's, yes. What is this in response to specifically? So he had this twenty-one game suspension because he faked his vaccination card and his vaccination status right. for COVID. Yeah, he, he was walking around town with a, a fake vaccination Yeah, card. you know, people have fake IDs. He had a fake yeah, vaccination well, I, card. I understand how that works. Okay. <laughs> professional hockey player, Evander Kane, yeah. called up some some college dropout yeah. and said, I need a fake vaccination card. Yeah. Okay. Which, that sounds like a lot more work than just getting uh-huh. the vaccine, if you ask me. Okay, but. yeah. And, and and then he was using that uh, to, to get into places like Canada and the movie theater. <laughs> okay. I okay. 
Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, he, you know, so so that had happened. He had also, you know, recently been accused of betting on NHL games. That was found to not have any um, truth to it as far as there... people could find. Okay. Um, he was also accused of domestic abuse by his ex-wife, Anna Kane. Is that still being investigated or was that also thrown I've just out? found that it, it's found, they can't find it to necessarily be true, like okay. proof of it to be true. Okay. Um, but he was routinely late to games and practices. He didn't abide by the dress code last season. And it sounds like the uh, San Jose Sharks are happy to have him out of the locker room. This has all been with the San Jose Sharks. And this has all been within, like, this season. He's just a lot of drama. And, and I, I can understand why he wouldn't be welcome back in the locker room because it, I, I cannot imagine the kind of distraction it causes the team. Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I can't see anybody claiming him off waivers. He's a great player, but there's so much more to being a great player than your hockey skills. All right. So, Evander Kane, Evander. If you're listening, I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure. Come on, man. <laughs> Go for a walk. For a walk. Have a glass of water. You know, maybe get some sleep. And, you know, do what you've got to do. I think we can all be better people, right? We can all work on ourselves. <laughs> yes. All right. So yes. Maybe it's time Evander Kane tried that. I hope so. All right. All right. I got one more for you. Are you serious? It's just quick because it's going to lead us into our top five. But the New Jersey Devils. Does this mean we don't have to come into work on Wednesday? No, we still have to come to work on okay, Wednesday. Right. The New Jersey Devils have released their new alternate jersey. It might be a boring episode on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Okay. We have a new alternate jersey. A, a new, new a new third jersey. New third jersey. We can talk more about the specifics of the jersey another time. But it, it made us start to think about. All of the bad jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, <laughs> uh, just quickly, just for our listeners at home, do you have an opinion on the new Devils jersey? Jersey, jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Was that your opinion? I don't. I actually don't know if I dislike it as much as a lot of people. Okay, we'll give it some time. We'll give it some time. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm going to marinate on how I feel about Ooh, those. Okay. My, All right. My marinate. That's marinate. Spelled M-E-R. <laughs> exactly. Marinate. And so, in celebration of the new third jersey. Yes. Uh, we have pr- our... Pr- provided by the new, new Jersey Devils. Yes. Isn't that fun? New Jersey by the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Jersey, Jersey. We thought it would only be appropriate. Mm-hmm. To rank our top five worst NHL third jerseys. So this is their alternate jerseys. This is not necessarily limited to current alternate jerseys. No. Um, and that's actually because a lot of the current alternate jerseys are kind of nice, I would say. Uh, so we went through, over time, the worst third jerseys. That's, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think I, we, we do uh, have an agreed and uh, a, a collective respect for a lot of the current third jerseys, but uh, we also want to make note that, you know, by listing our top five worst third jerseys in the NHL, this is not indicative of how we feel about the new Devils third jerseys, one way or the other. You're going to have to wait and find out how we feel about that. Gang, we just... 
We just feel that over time, there have been more terrible third jerseys than there have been good ones. And so this would only be... And by the way, who wants to hear which jerseys are nice? No. No one. That's not fun. Starting with number five, which is a current alternate jersey um, being worn by the Dallas Stars. They released it last season. It's a black uh, jersey with... Bright green neon detail. Yeah, it's a neon green that is mm. offensive to the eyes. Yeah, it's. I, I'm offended right now. Even just looking at it. Yeah, no, I need to go for a walk. <laughs> okay. What's so ironic about these uniforms, and and maybe it's maybe it it could be what spared the stars uh, from landing any higher on this list for this jersey uh, is that if you look at it from the logo or, or the stripes where this the design is nice the, the design seems to follow the rules uh you know if 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 you if you saw this in black and white and maybe we should the design seems to be following the rules of how a hockey jersey traditionally is expected to look. It's a conservative, classic style, from the logo to the stripes, but it's almost as if just before they were to send it to the PTO, one of them said to the rest, uh, Have you guys seen Tron? <laughs> and then they all watched Tron that night, and the entire idea was forever changed. Yeah, it they're not nice. It's bright, it's obnoxious, it's uh it's like something of a dance club. Yes. And and speaking of uh the <laughs> Dallas, they're also number four oh, on our gosh. list. I, I'm so sorry, uh, Stars <laughs> fans. I'm so sorry. This is an older alternate jersey, the two thousand three to two thousand six one. It features a, a longhorn type logo. It's got a lot going on. I don't think it knows what it's doing. No, it, it's it, this this time it seems as if they they could not decide on any one thing, so they went with a lot of things. Number three. Number three is the 1998 to 2003 Phoenix Coyotes, because that's when they were at the Phoenix Coyotes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, it's we we trust you. <laughs> it's green. It's got the Kachina head. It's basically the head of their current Kachina Coyotes logo, but just the head from that coyote in the logo. And instead of stripes, there's an entire desert landscape. There's a I, landscape. There is a landscape. There's a moon. There's a cactus. In fact, I'm counting one, two, another cactus, three, four. What's going on? Forest green, orange, purple. There's a What color are you? And, and by the way... You introduced this third jersey in your second season. Oh my God. And do you know why? Do you know why, Mayor? Why? Because the Coyotes uh, were trying to trick us. Yeah, they were trying to trick us, hoping, they were hoping that if we can't keep track of them, we'll never be able to catch them and relocate them. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Number two is the 1996 to 1999 Tampa Bay Lightning alternate jerseys. Oh, gosh. I, this was the first time the Lightning, if I'm correct, introduced a third jersey. And that was a bad idea. It's got waves at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. It's it's an entire scene. The entire jersey, it's, it's as if they were trying to be the painting from Goodwill Hunting. And it backfired. 
God. It's just like, it's a storm. I There's rain. There are waves. There's it's, lightning it, bolts. It's not looking good. Again, too much. It's not looking good. No. Turn we back. Turn back and dock. Just dock and wait out the storm. Exactly. Okay. And then leading us to our number one oh worst, my, the, worst alternate jersey. In our opinions, and I think this is shared by many. I do think this is shared by many. This it's has got to be the worst third jersey or of any kind. I mean, the fact that it was a jersey it just still amazes me. This is the 1995 to 1996 Anaheim Ducks. It's the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah, the Mighty Ducks. It's a, it's a full cartoon scene. Yes. It's uh, the, the Mighty Duck himself. Yes, bursting forth from the ice. Bursting forth from the ice. It, 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 and, and there's, I mean, it. he's flying. He's flying. He's, fl he's flying. And we're very excited for him. However, does it belong on a hockey jersey? No, it belongs in a cartoon. It, it, the, the players themselves were not afraid to share their opinions. On these, uh, many of them refused to have any photos taken in these. And, and, and when the season, Merrick, at this, when the season was over, mm -hmm. they re-gifted their jerseys to the Salvation Army Jersey Fire. Wow. I think it's time for the question of the day. Question of the day. Okay, now that was, was that genuine? It is genuine. Maybe. I want to, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I never know the answers, but I like to guess. Okay, well, let's see if you know the answer to this one. Okay. Okay, we asked on Friday, you remember Friday's question. Well, okay, we asked on Friday, which number did Mark Howe wear with the Detroit Red Wings? Okay, and I'll, I'll give you a clue. Whereas Gordy Howe wore number nine. I'm guessing he did not wear number nine. That's your clue, okay? So that <laughs> process of elimination, okay? Still a lot of numbers. And the answer we were looking for, number four. Mark Howe wore number four with the Detroit Red Wings. Which brings us to today's question. It was noticed a couple of Fridays ago during their game against the Colorado Avalanche that Seattle's Jordan Eberle was sporting the mouth guard of a different team. What? Which team's mouth guard was seen in Jordan Eberle's face? What, really? Last Friday, the Friday before. <laughs> la yeah. That's, well, I had no idea that gang, happened. think about it. And get back oh, to us. Okay. And how can they, Mayor? How can they get you back? You can to find us on Instagram at Stickside Podcast, Facebook at Stickside Podcast, or Twitter at Stickside underscore pod. Listen to the Stickside Podcast wherever podcasts are available with new episodes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We hope to have you back on Wednesday for a brand new episode. Thanks as always to our dog Thor on weather. <laughs> He's the best little producer. He's such a good boy. If you enjoyed this episode of Stickside and are feeling so inclined, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. It will help others to locate the program. Now, how nice is that? Subscribe to Stickside if you haven't already. Drop us a line and nominate your local Zamboni driver. And until next time. Thanks for listening to the Stickside Podcast. We'll catch you next time.
not supposed to bite each other. 